It's a decent amount of back. We're outside in New York City. Yeah. Yeah. With a little bit of. Is this the intro to the podcast? Are we recording a podcast? I just started it, yeah. Okay. <laughs> it could be a. What is that? ASMR oh. or whatever. What is that called? ASMR. Is that right? Are you doing those? Are you making those? No, I stopped doing all of that. I feel like I should start it's not doing it at all. I feel like if you can get away with the ASMR, I mean, why would you even do a podcast? People do say I have a sexy speaking mm. voice when I want to. Otherwise, yeah, but ASMR is more about just like yeah, just ha- and like chewing. Well, I have mishnophobia where certain sounds make me want to murder people. You don't have to listen to your own ASMR. I can't. I could barely listen to myself talk as it is. Uh, it literally drives same me. Same with the audience. It's crazy. <laughs> literally the opposite of what you said 20 minutes ago, asshole. <laughs> hey, everyone. This is the How to Do Drugs podcast. I am Aliyah Janine. And today, um, this fucking asshole, I have Chris Vega on. Thank Cheers. Thank um, Appreciate it. We're you're actually one of my most favorite people on the face of the planet. Appreciate that, too. Do you know why? No. Do you want to know why? Sure. Um, it's because you don't um, You don't have any masks, really. Like, you don't... What like, do you, you just you just are who you are. Mm. Like, you don't pr- try to pretend to be anyone else. You don't, like... No. Front in any way. You don't have any masks. You are who you are. Sure. And I, I'm an anti-masker. I was that. <laughs> and also, yes, you did not anti- wear masks during yeah, quarantine. The entire <laughs> pandemic. I was against them. Uh, <laughs> they were silly. I was like, I wore them actually for the first, when they were saying not to wear them. This is how much of a piece of shit I am. <laughs> I just like haven't changed since I was a child. When they were saying you shouldn't wear masks, I was like, I believe Chinese people. Over yes, you. and then and I wore masks, and then I was like, well, I don't think these are working. Oh yeah, and then when everyone else started doing it, you're like, no, I'm not doing well, it. Well, I think what I still would wear them in the grocery store because that was the only place everybody was allowed to go. Yeah, and I was like, that was the only place I was wearing them ever. I wasn't wearing them outside like an idiot. But I, I never wore mine outside. I thought that was dumb. Yeah. I bought some N95s because I was like, well, they're telling everybody that's sick. That they're only allowed to go to the grocery store. So and that's I, where everyone's going to be. Yeah, I shop in a key food. The ceilings aren't high. It's not a Walmart. There's not, you know what I mean? It's literally three yeah, aisles, <laughs> and they are yeah. compact. Yeah, they are. A lot of people. Well, here's the thing. I was in the fresh vegetable aisle during the pandemic because, you know, I'm a, I'm a healthy person. And uh, everybody was just eating pasta and frozen shit. Those were empty in my supermarket. People were like, there's a food shortage. I was like, there's a lot of carrots here. Why? Look at all the salads that could be made right now. None of you have made a salad. I I try to eat um, at least three salads a week. I make it a point because, um, especially with kale and fucking spinach because... It helps to prevent schizophrenia. <laughs> really? Is that a vitamin K thing? Uh, yeah, it's something w- with the brain. Yeah, it's something that has. Um, it's also ketamine. Beef. It's vitamin beef. K. Vitamin K. Well, it's all the vitamin K's. That's a different type yeah. of K. Yeah. I never liked ketamine. Oh, it's the best. You like it? Oof, I love it. Yeah. And I honestly like, didn't even understand why people were listening. We were taking it at raves, and then I was at a rave, and somebody was like. You, you want some ketamine? And then I was like, I did some, and, I, and the music was going. I was like, oh, uh, uh, yeah. No, this is fine. Yeah. 
I um, I never liked ketamine. I've done it a couple of times, a bunch of times, a couple of th- a, a shitload of times. I did it a couple times this month. This month, <laughs> I have a nasal mister for depression. You Holy know? shit! In the house. That's amazing. Well, I can see for that. Does it actually help with depression? Because mushrooms helped with my depression. So yeah, mushrooms will work here and there for like certain things, like yeah. microdosing mushrooms. Like if you're like listless, mushrooms are really good for that. Mm-hmm. But then like during the pandemic, early in the pandemic, uh, my old producer Nate, who got stuck in Australia. Australia during the pandemic and never came back. Uh, he was like, "I'm might I'm going to Australia. I don't know what's going to happen." And uh, he gave me all of his drugs. Nice. So and you just had inc- all of these drugs, including it was a big bag of ketamine. And uh, 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 I was sitting in my house and I was just depressed and I was like waiting. I literally waited for my girlfriend to go to sleep and I was just like, "Let's try and see if this ketamine helps the depression thing." Okay. And I just did three fat rails of K mm-hmm. and I was like. For like three days, I was like, I feel a lot better about this whole. <laughs> they say it has something to do with uh, uh, glutamate in your brain. If you okay. don't have, yeah, you yeah, don't have yeah, enough yeah. glutamate, which is uh, vitamin K. That okay. vitamin yeah, K yeah. helps there with you go. that. And yeah. I've been doing, uh, I've been doing kale and spinach shakes every day for. You're that for healthy. Twelve years. Well, no, really? I'm so unhealthy <laughs> that you feel that that counter reacts. Yeah, I literally do a shake every day that accounts for uh, uh, four. It's four s- uh, servings of vegetables. <laughs> so I use vegetable protein and then a bunch of ketamine, uh, uh, ketamine a bunch of kale and spinach and then carrot juice. Okay. And it's, uh, it literally is four. Beets are really high. They have a lot of heat. Yeah. I always forget that I've eaten them and then I think I'm dying. So <laughs> it's like asparagus too. I can eat literally at this point. If I have one bite of asparagus, my piss will smell like radioactive waste for a good week. Oh, so oh, you're one of the, see my pee doesn't it doesn't taste like the smell. And you could have made money off that. I really could have, and I mean I. St- you could probably jar that. I could still be making money off the stuff, and I don't. <laughs> it's very weird that you don't do that. Because you could like you probably don't even have to like film a thing. You just no. send somebody a liquid in the mail. Yeah. I could just I could just film myself smoking. And then you can get a Stamps.com sponsorship on here. Are stamps still a thing? Stamps.com is a big podcast sponsor. I mean, you can get a forever stamp. Is that one of your podcasts? No. No? Otherwise, I would have said the promo code. <laughs> You're just but if you need to jerk off to Aaliyah's old videos, you can go to Bluetooth.com and use the promo code GOON. You'll get your first month free. I did. Yeah. Well, no, 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 no. Oh, I said. You actually told people that they could physically touch me. I said. Uh, I did say. I did say they could. No, I said they could speed bag punch your titties if they use the promo code goon at checkout for tickets to your show. But here's the thing: that promo code wouldn't have worked. You didn't give me a promo code. No, I did not. Yeah. I will obviously never give you a promo. So code it wouldn't have gone through. And honestly, it was clearly tongue in cheek. Was it? But you. And you, you could just literally go, hey, uh, we're in a real venue. <laughs> I don't know if you think this is a donkey show or something. I don't it was like for a real show. Like, it's like, who cares? Yeah, but you've never met any of my fans. Sarah. I have. Have you? Do you not know this story? No. I did a show once when you first started comedy that you didn't show up to. <laughs> and it was a bad show. Oh, thank God. But 
you know when all right so for people who don't know this when you're running a bad bar show in new york city you just need a couple of people to sit in a room so that your shitty barkers can bark people in and they don't feel weird being the only people sitting in a room uh so three creepy individual weirdos came and sat in this hard to fill room i wasn't even running the show it was some other guy booked me on the show and it was three weirdos and they were like they were all here to see you and they were pretty good audience members but uh I remember being like, "Are you gonna tell him she's not coming?" I think we had met one. Maybe no, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think we had met yet. And I was like, "Are you gonna tell him she's not coming?" Like I knew who you were. I was like, "Are you gonna tell him she's not?" And uh, uh, he was like, "No." I, this isn't a flyer situation, I don't even think. It was like a... Was it the 206 flyer? No, no, no. It was that No Fun Bar. Oh, my it was God. A, yeah, this kid Camden's I show. Love the No Fun Bar. Yeah, I actually helped um, them run that for a little while. I ran a show there for years. It's, um, it's a weird room. That guy is um, interesting. The guy who owns it? Yeah. Well, owned it. He's gone. Oh. Um, they closed during the pandemic. But yeah, he was a weird. I remember once being like, "Hey, like this is an odd question. Can I just pull the um, tables out from the booths and put barstools around them?" He goes, if "The building department comes in here. They're going to shut me down." And I go, "That's so not true." Yeah. <laughs> also, the building That's department. Literally, I ran a business in New York. I own business in New York now. The building department doesn't come in uns- unless somebody complains about something falling off your building. Uh, or, yeah. or Well, I mean, there's some people, the lantern got shut down, the basement got shut down. That's the fire department. Oh, yeah, that's a different story. Yeah. Fire department comes in once a year. The building department, literally, here's what you do. Uh, for anybody who wants to open a business in New York City, they, it make, they make this hard to find out. You can just file a change of CFO for a business. But if you really, you just find an architect, if you don't want to deal with the building department because you're doing something shady, uh, <laughs> what you do is you go to an architect and you go, uh, just say you came in and looked at this and here's money. Because there's a level, like if an architect co-signs on your thing and says they did a walkthrough, the building department never comes. Interesting. So oh, because architects, they know yeah, structure, yeah. obviously. You have to find a slightly shady architect and you're fine. Um, are they, I've never, I don't think I've ever actually met an architect before. I know several architects. And they're shady? The guys I still know, not so much. Not so much. So you, I didn't know you owned businesses. In yeah. Do you? I, yeah. Uh, not as many as I used to, but it happens. What are you going to do? The pandemic was long. <laughs> Troubling. <laughs> <laughs> you live with your. What did you do during the pandemic besides what did academy? I do? Yeah, I I was drawing. A lot. I didn't do a lot of drugs. I didn't get I didn't get drunk very often. No, uh, I remember. I remember you used to smoke pot, and now you don't anymore. Well, I haven't really smoked pot in a really long time. I probably smoked weed with you, mm-hmm. but like I haven't stopped. I stopped smoking pot mostly like almost twenty years ago. No, not that long. Fifteen years ago. Oh, yeah, no, we've totally smoked pot together. Yeah, I know we have, but it's <laughs> like I don't smoke a lot of weed. I remember being 17 and smoking, like, four blunts a day, and this dude, Antonio, I knew who was a little older than me, going, bro, let me tell you something. It's going to turn on you at some point. And mm-hmm. you're gonna, he's, like, he's like, I'll smoke crack at a party. <laughs> and this is a guy who wasn't, like, a drug addict. He was, like, a, yeah. dr- like, he was a drinker. He was, like, 23. 
He's like, I would sooner smoke crack around people than pot. The way it makes me feel, and now I feel that way when I smoke weed around people. Like, not every. You would time rather I'm, smoke crack? Should, I, I mean, think I could. Ke- I could keep it together better. Really? Was, yeah. Like it's just. Like, oh, so it gives you like you get really anxious and paranoid. Yeah, and if I'm drinking, I am a problem. Huh. Like I'm a sloppy drunk when I if I smoke one hit of weed while I'm drunk. And th- I used to. I, I used don't to think, smoke weed I mean, all I was day. sloppy when we did smoke, so that probably yeah. doesn't. We were all a little sloppy. Yeah, I just become a sloppy drunk, and it's just not. It's like I could drink forever. Drink? Well, no, you are you are a very big drinker. <laughs> I can't keep. I think that I would have been able to keep up with you when I was in my twenties. Yeah, but when I was in my twenties, I drank so much more. Well, yeah, that's the thing. Everybody drank more. Like I drank more in high school than I did in my twenties. But you've kept it up. See, I've I've yeah. s- I've slowed down. That's the thing. Is like I wish I had kept up with smoking weed. I like quit for six months. So I can impress a girl, <laughs> which how stupid is that? Not even to impress a girl. She was just like, I bet you can't not smoke weed for, it was like three months. And then I could just never get good at it again. I could Interesting. N- yeah, and it was just like, I was like, I could not smoke weed. And I was, like, I was probably looking for an excuse to not smoke weed or mm-hmm. something. And then I was just like, I could never get good I mean, at it, it again. I it, mean, it's an expensive habit. Like, I have a $500, $600 a month habit. That's not that bad. I mean, what are you, are you buying ounces? Um, I mean, I buy in bulk. Well, tw- you sell, like you, twice smoke, you a month. smoke carts. What are you, what are you buying? Two half ounces a month? Yeah. You don't have somebody who gives you like a dirt cheap. Ha- you're a girl. I'm a girl. <laughs> have you not met me? Like, I would rather buy my own drinks than like have some weirdo buy me drinks. Yeah. Uh, like, fair. I'll have him buy other people drinks. Though. I do remember this. Gr- this girl came over to my house once back in the day, and uh, whatever. I'll show my. Like years ago, but it was like uh, she came over to buy fucking Percocets, and uh, uh, she was like, "You have Percocets in the house, right?" I was like, "Yeah, of course." She I came do. over to buy Percocets, and then we just ended up having sex. And uh, 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 I, she was like, "What do I owe you for these Percocets?" I was like, "Ah, it's fine." She was like, "I'm not a prostitute." <laughs> I mean, I am a prostitute, so. <laughs> but it was just like such a. She was like, I'm not. But what's funny is like that happened after that, and I always yeah. just took the money from the girls. That's you know what I mean, like with yeah. other girls, like that yeah. happened post be that. Be like, that I don't want to treat you like a prostitute, so I'm gonna take money from. That you. was the first time that ever happened. But I also I learned from you learned from that experience that like yeah. that girl was like, you that girl came over to use me a little. Okay. You know what I mean? She yeah. came over to use me as a prostitute. Really? Yeah. Oh, she yeah, bought no, pills I, off me. Oh no! But I, she literally I, came, came over, over she, for a dick. Yeah, she came over. Yeah, and I would. I thought she was. You know, she. I thought she was just coming over for pills. <laughs> you know, all the dudes. Do you used, feel used? All the all the dudes I knew. No, I was like, <laughs> I, I've said this. I talk about this on my podcast sometimes. It's like all the stories that are like would be rapey stories for girls don't count for dudes it's because of the implicit threat of violence yeah so since that doesn't exist like anytime i've been date raped by a woman that's just a f- silly thing i talk about that's now just a sil- have you almost been date raped i no like to a point where i've been blacked out and been like i don't know what happened with oh. next to a girl i didn't want to have sex with but was like cute enough yeah and you're just like Oh, well, I mean that the girl feels very similar i'm sure but not always no, no? Uh, I mean, there's definitely I, been some times I've woken up and been like, oh, this should have not I, have happened. And other times I've been like, I didn't want this to happen kind of thing. There but was a time I was so drunk that I literally asked a girl if we had sex. And she was like, you were in no position for that. And <laughs> she goes, uh, and I go, do we do stuff? She's like, yeah. 
And they're like, what? She's like, I'm kind of embarrassed. I can't. <laughs> so I was like, so you remember all the things? And she's like, yeah. She's like, I'm not telling you. And I was like, all right. And again, that's just a silly story I could tell my friend. Because there's no implicit threat of violence there. No, well, yeah, because you're not going to die. Like, a lot of women, like, there's definitely, there have been so many times that I've had sex with dudes just because I didn't want to be forced into it. Yeah, and those guys probably weren't going to force you into it. Uh, Some of them might have. Oh, no, no. There are very, like, women, there's certain situations, there's five specific (laughs) situations where it's like, oh, if I don't do this, like, it's going to get violent. I'm sure for women, sometimes you just, like, end up in a place and you're just like, oh, I should not. I have been here. Yeah, yeah. But that doesn't happen to a dude. Like, I've ended up in places with girls and been like, oh, I'm going to just leave. And, like, I had a crush on the girl's friend. And yeah. she's like, oh. oh, like, what are you, like, a faggot? I'm going to tell her you're a faggot if you'd ever, ah. if we don't do th- I'm like, all right, well, I guess I got to uh, do this now. Now I got to do this. Let's go. <laughs> And then it's just like, uh, well, we're not using a condom, so... Uh, Amen. <laughs> That's how HPV happens. Not to dudes. Not, dude, no, dudes get HPV. They give it to girls, but nothing happens. Like, you don't get cancer from it. I've given a girl HPV. How do you know? My girlfriend doesn't have HPV. Yeah, but it could pop up at any time. Mm. I got tested almost weekly for four <laughs> years straight. Never tested positive for HPV. And then all of a sudden, I got HPV, and then I hey got cancer. Hey, look, I mean, that's what you get for having sex with that dude, who, you know. For that one dude. <laughs> it is. It only takes that one guy. <laughs> I know who it is, and I wasn't going to say what he does for a living. <laughs> you have no idea. I hate you. Um, I, I, I bet I could narrow it down. Yeah? Because the fact that you said that means I know who it is. Um, well, I mean, it's only like a handful of like after porn. Yeah. But I also could have gotten it before porn because you could contract it and then it not show up for like 20 years. So here's how I know I never gave at least one person HPV. OK. Uh, 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 this is supposed to be about drugs, but whatever. <laughs> I used to fuck out this drugged out whore who had HPV. There we go. Drugs and whores. Love she it. was literally like she would go off her lithium in my fucking. Uh, oh, no. The, you can't go off lithium. My dad took that. Uh, they need their lithium. Here's the thing. Again, the implicit threat of violence thing really just was a blast for me for <laughs> like three days. Um, it w- no, it was bad for two days, good for three, and then mm-hmm. terrible for 12. Yes. That's how that works. The cycle. Uh, yeah. Um, so I was, uh, she, was like, she was like, don't worry. Like I had that, and they like scraped the whole thing. Okay. No, well, well, it depends on because there's. And then it came, back, but, but she made it. But she. This is like almost. I didn't even have the internet in my house. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it's like, I got that late in life. But it was just like she goes. She goes. Don't worry about it. Blah blah blah. Not a big deal. And you go. All right. I'll just take your word for this. Um. <laughs> when when you're ready to have sex though, like it's hard to no, turn no, no, that no. switch off. She told off. me. She told me after. Oh. <laughs> You guys had like so you had unprotected. We had sex. been having sex. Oh, this was no. a girl who I was trying. I was actually trying to not have sex with this girl, and then uh, 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 she made a joke about liking it in the ass. And oh, I just went, oh, and then you like you like anal. Oh, no, but it was just like I was young, and it was just like this weird thing where again, this is a she came over to buy drugs thing, oh. and uh, uh, so it is technically on brand for this podcast, <laughs> but. Uh, 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 she came over and she 
She like blew me a couple times when we were drunk. Okay. She would like follow me around. For drugs or no, did no, no, you make no. Her pay? just no, just in general. Oh, she okay. would just uh, just we would get drunk and she would like be all over and I'd be like, oh, we don't have a condom or whatever. I'd be like, you know what I mean, like one of those things. Mm-hmm. But I probably shouldn't have even been doing that because I really didn't want anything to do with this girl. But it was just like kind of like I'd be like, but free blowjobs. She are would nice. follow me around when I was like hammered. You know what I mean? Like it was like. Oh, so she was a predator. She like yeah, th- yeah for sure. This particular like if this was a dude doing what this girl did oh, for yeah, no. over a year, yeah, you'd be like like Creepy. women would be like the amount of times like I have like people who like think I'm a bad person for like things that have happened with women that I've been like I don't fuck with that bitch anymore. That it was like literally like if a man did what that girl did to me. And like they would be arrested, almost. not even arrested, but it was just like everybody would be like, "Thank God she finally got away from that piece of shit." You know what I mean? Like it's like because like oh no, I get it. Like I it get just it. like it just like again the implicit threat of violence. Mm-hmm. That's how that works. But it's like so this girl was like she like she made a joke about that. I was like, oh yeah, she came over to buy drugs, and she goes because I kept being like, oh we don't have a condom, we can't have sex. So I was like, I'm not gonna have sex with this girl, but I'll take this free blowjob kind of deal. Mm-hmm. And then uh, uh, she comes over to my house to buy some shit one day, and she goes. She goes, I have condoms and lube, and you're fucking me in the ass. Oh, okay. And I was like, well, I'm not going to say no to this. It's the middle of the day. <laughs> and I just woke up, so I'm going to go brush my teeth. <laughs> but at like, least, at yeah, least. Yeah, yeah, it was just like the, the forwardness of that was just so like, like it was good-looking girl. And it was just like, all right, let's go. And uh, uh, then it's just like, she was like, that hurts. And I'm like, well, now I'm just going to take this condom off, and we're going to have sex. You know what I mean? Like it's like, yeah. like it's just like, and so then that like open that door or whatever, and fucking yeah. And then she told you that she had HPV. She told me she had HPV. But they scraped it out, so she yeah. had, so she had the wart kind. No, it was just the. It was the cancer causing kind that wasn't warts. Oh. So I was then he, the reason she told, and she told she tells me this out of nowhere. She calls me, out of nowhere. Goes yeah, just so you know, we had like had like, a couple weeks before. I'm like, whatever. Like, I don't want to like talk. I'm talk. I'm like banging a married lady who's got kids that she's nursing on the side. <gasps> Breast milk. And I'm worried about this now, so I have to call this lady, and go, hey. You got to go to the doctor. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, and. And to a nursing mother, her also. And her husband. Breast milk. Her husband was a virgin when they started dating, so he can't even punt it off. Ooh. Which is probably why she was at my house often. You see yeah, how these things yeah, work. But also breast milk, because you said that she was nursing. Exactly. That's what made me. I don't give a fuck if she just. I'd be like, hey, you probably gotta go get it. But like, I was like freaked out, and I had to tell the other. The other girls like, why are you freaking out about Can this? Can you so get much? HPV through breast milk? I don't know. Well, no. Again, I wasn't didn't have the internet that, in my house. No, oh, yeah. I was asking you. I don't know. Do you I'm like not, breast I'm milk. Buying, oh, do I like it? Yeah. Love it. Great. <laughs> she always thought I was weirded out about it. She was like, I feel like you're grossed out by this. I was like, I'm, I'm squirting it into my mouth. I'm <laughs> like, please give me more. Yeah. Well, no, like, I would get, I did giggle the first time. Like, I just, like, weird. You giggle like a child. You, you grab a fucking tit and milk shoots across the room. You're drunk. <laughs> you just go, <laughs> I mean, how do you not? How do you not do that? <laughs> but to me, it was just so, like, you know, it was so taboo. It's fun. It was fun? Yeah. Okay. Did you feel like you were stealing mother's milk at all? No. But, like, also, it's like it's weird to, like, have dirty talk. You suck a girl's tits and milk comes milk out. Milk comes out. And she goes, you can have as much as you want. And I'm like, really try not to laugh. 
Really? Also, because it, it has, it's very high in protein and a lot of vitamins. You probably get kind of fat, I would think. No. No? You don't think so? There's some pretty fat fucking how? babies. Oh, um, how much fucking milk are you really drinking? A lot. Like, I'm enough. I'm sitting here, like, for 30 minutes sucking titty milk out. It's like a l- <laughs> how, like. Like how often? Really, how long you really? She could sell that on the internet. Yeah. Well, now, well now she can't. It's been a while. Yeah. But <laughs> that lady, we're still friends. Never called me and said, "Hey, just so you know, this sprang up and it's your fault." Oh no! So it's she did get it. No, it's oh. never come up. That's oh, what okay. I'm saying. That's how I know I never gave anybody HPV. Oh, well, there we go. End of story. I'm pretty sure I've given people HPV. Definitely. I don't like how you said that so confidently. You're giving it to the ladies. I give it to the ladies? Yeah. No. Um, if one lady fists you and then fists another lady, those cells are on it. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. That, that's how um, like oral that herpes can happen to uh, vaginal herpes. or Yeah. Oh. Yeah, if you so have. How much drugs is really in porn? How much? Like, <laughs> mostly drugs, right? It's mostly drugs. Um. Surprisingly, I know it's, it's no, mentally unstable humans. Um, comedians are actually way more mentally unstable. The men. What? The men. The men. The, the male women comedians. Are not. No, no, actually, female comedians are well, for the most part, majority yes. Female porn stars. I've met a few that aren't you. That aren't me. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean Lisa Ann, normal. Normal. Yeah. I'm not gonna say any other names. Crazy. You know who I'm talking about. Yeah. Well, no, th- but those are also just, that's just a handful. No, I know way more crazier comedians than porn stars. No way. I know more comedians have been sexually abused as children than porn stars. That's fair. And um, I well, have, uh, and I have also done more drugs with comedians than I did with porn stars. But also when I was in porn, I didn't do a lot of drugs because I didn't want to be. A cop. No. <laughs> no. Were you a cop? Um, I went to school to be a cop. Oh, you were an EMT. No, I was an armored car driver That's for a while, and then I did private security, and um, I was a private investigator for a while. I did you investigated c- privates for a while, <laughs> and then I switched over to investigating privates for a while. No, I didn't do a lot of drugs in porn because I didn't want to be the stereotypical. Like, I really didn't like the stereotypes about porn stars, about how they're all, they come up from, you know, fucked up childhoods. They're all, they were all sexually abused. And I'm like, I finally admit, yeah, I totally came up from actually a really fucked up childhood. But I was never sexually abused as a child. Um, I've had dudes, like, I've had to deal with young dudes. Like, my first experience with, like, a an older kid like me, I was six, he was 12, he pushed my face first into gravel where I had to get stitches and shit like that. I mean, that's not, that's bullying. That's not like abuse. Oh, no, 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 no. And then it goes on to a couple years later where you try to rape me in a garage. Still with gravel? No, no, no. Gravel was out of my face. Oh. Yeah. Full-size no. rocks. No, 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 no more rocks. He, was, he just oh. trapped me in a garage. Oh, Okay. That's Luckily, cool. no more rocks. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really glad there's not any ladies who have just been like, yeah, that thing we did, I hated it. Oh, n- have you ever had that happen or no? Where, um, where like, someone's uh, regretted sleeping with you to the point where... Once when I was, like, 16, and I was just like, it's kind of on you. Like, it was, like, like kind of like she was, like, more... 
I just kind of like got put in a room and this girl started fucking around. Like it was just like, and it was just like, she was just kind of like, basically I was just embarrassed because people kept walking in on me getting blown. Yeah. And then she was just like, uh, she was like, hey, like, can we like leave this room? I was like, can we just like have a beer? <laughs> Not do So this. I don't have to like walk out. No, cause, like, can we just like hang for a minute? And like, so I don't have to like walk. I'm just like trying to get my mind used to mm-hmm. being how embarrassed I'm going to be. After, like, three girls I go to high school with walked in on me get Especially my when you're 16, so everyone knows. Everyone knows. Well, it was also, like, literally three different girls intentionally came in to embarrass me. Oh, that's fucked up. Oh, yeah. Three girls that liked you? Or three Probably. Girls, I was uh, in high school and fucking stupid. <laughs> so, like, it was like, uh, well, I was just embarrassed. Yeah. And I was like, can we just, like, sit here for a minute? And she was just like... Like, a month later, she told the dude who, like, brought her to this party. He was like, I felt like that guy was keeping me in that room. And I was just like. Oh, no. And I was just like. When really. did you actually try to be the nice guy? Yeah. like I, No, I literally wasn't even trying to be the nice guy. I was literally just trying to be like, hey, like, I'm just super embarrassed. Can yeah. you just, like, talk for a but minute? But guys don't, guys don't admit those types of feelings, though. For the fact that you do. I was pretty embarrassed. Yeah. But dudes, a dudes, dudes, a would, dudes would, would never admit that, though. Especially at 16, for the fact that you even acknowledge that. You're very emotionally intelligent, mm. Christopher. A girl who walked in made fun of me. Mm-hmm. It was just like, I was just like, oh, just give me a second. And she goes, why would you say that? Like, I was going to come in and get topped off next. Like, what did you, why would you say that to me? And I was just like, she said it in math class a week later. That made it a lot worse. Girls can actually be very mean. Yeah. Asshole. Oh, I'm super mean. I'm Girls ridiculous. are ridiculous when it comes to, like, I, like, whenever a girl's like, that guy's not good in bed, I'm like, you're a liar. I don't um, know. That guy's probably. If I tell you that someone's bad in bed, I they're tr- probably bad I in bed. I trust you, but it's like, I think most women don't realize that you could literally do the exact same thing to one woman and then do the exact same thing to another woman, and then that second woman goes... I hated that. And then that first woman fucked you for eight months <laughs> just off that. That's because we're like snowflakes. We're all different. Yeah. Uh, men are all the same. Yeah. No, just you don't got- have smells coming out of you that are <laughs> awkward. And Some dudes like certain smells, though. You're not you know a smell the ones, guy. You know the ones they don't. <laughs> we all know the ones they don't. <laughs> Some dudes like those smells, yeah. though, too. Sure. Yeah, everybody <laughs> likes a sock full of wet pennies. It's whatever. Uh, no, no. A sock. Full, I've never even heard of that before. All right. I just thought that isn't that what you beat people up with in prison? No, that's got a soap bar in it. Oh yeah, the soap bar. All right. So this is about how to do drugs. Yeah. So one, have them. Two, have sex with ladies on them. <laughs> that's where we've gotten. We've got that. Th- this is what Chris also is teaching if you're us. Also, depressed, right now. sniff ketamine. Highly recommend. Microdosing shrooms also works. I like the microdosing shrooms. I don't know about ketamine. I partied with ketamine a lot, and I think maybe was that a dude named ketamine? Oh no, no, he's a black name party promoter from no, LA. <laughs> when you were working, his name was Axel, and he was from Woodstock, Illinois. Thank you. Woodstock, Illinois. Yeah. Hmm. And his um. Axel from Woodstock, Illinois. Yeah. And, and his Metal festival. <laughs> and his cousin, um, his uh, 
uncle was a veterinarian, so his cousin would just steal vials. We would get a whole case of ketamine. I had a vet tech who used to sell me. Yeah, and we would just cook it. Like, obviously, we would do it over the stove because that was easier. But sometimes if we were in a hurry, we had to throw it in the microwave, which not recommended because it pops and then gets all over the microwave. And then also, but you can also do the hairdryer thing. Hair dry, yeah. That it doesn't work the way. The best no, is the plate you take a boiling pot of water with yeah, a plate over it, and then pour the liquid over it, and then it crystallizes. How crazy is it is like now as an adult? <laughs> you were like these idiots didn't figure this out. <laughs> we could just get high over this. It's like then like you like find out about the opioid epidemic, and you go, oh, they totally knew. They oh, could. they absolutely. So they started adding the gelling agent to American ketamine, and mm-hmm. that's why most ketamine that's on the street comes from India, and you can't really trust. Yeah, it because anymore. you can't cook it anymore. Yeah, but like, um, pe- like how crazy is it that like people were just like. <laughs> Well, they've used ketamine, like, um, even during uh, pregnancies and stuff. My mom's like, sometimes, like... Th- like Some people are allergic to lidocaine. Yeah, so so they use different things, yes, because it's just, it's a tranquilizer, basically. Here's a, here's, a, here's a funny one. Here's a funny drug thing. So I've been cooking up ketamine for a while. Okay. My buddy was working in a hospital and showed up with, and I don't know what this is, he just shows up with a bunch of lidocaine. Jesus. And I go, well, it has cane in it. So I bet this is Isn't drugs. Isn't that just a numbing thing? Sure. And so I tried to cook it up like I cooked up ketamine. Oh, Jesus. And it gelled up. And I was like, well, I mean, let's see. And I smeared it in my nostrils. And just my whole face went numb. Okay, I was like, yeah. Exa- well, something's happening. That's because it's just a numbing agency. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dude, you do stupid things. I saw. I knew a kid who freebased. Uh, Dude, we tried to steal. Not we tried to. We stole a centrifuge from a medical lab once. Jesus uh, Christ. I broke. I broke into this medical lab. <laughs> I was all fucking hammered. And they were building this medical lab, but there's still some rooms that were like operative. And like, uh, we just we broke in there to just fuck shit up. We fucked shit up, and I found a centrifuge. And I'm trying to walk back to my buddy's house with this centrifuge. And he's like, "What do you want that for?" I was like, "Dude, I got like 500 Vicodin in the house." And he's like, "So?" I was like, "Dude, we could break up the Vicodin, <laughs> put it in the centrifuge, and it'll separate the drugs from the Tylenol." <laughs> <laughs> so you just get straight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the whole plan. And okay. then, but it was like the way it was built was like it had these like <laughs> I was hammered. I was probably like seventeen. But I mean, that's very smart. I don't even know what a centrifuge is. I was it, it, I was seventeen, and it was uh, fourth. Here's a crazy place. There was a uh, bar called Booker and Dax that used to have a centrifuge uh, behind Momofuku Sambar, and they would do like these crazy things. But they used to just like the main thing that they would do to like impress people, they would just like. Blend a banana into a bottle of rum, but then use the centrifuge to pull out the banana, Got and it. it just was banana rum. The only good banana rum I've ever had in my life. Well, obviously, it comes yeah. from a fucking <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but uh, so I'm trying to bring the centrifuge back to my buddy's house to like stash it, because he lives like 10 blocks from where we are, and I live like 30 blocks from where we are, and I'm carrying it, and it's like, it's like basically just like a metal box but there's no bottom and then there's like the the, the, Spinny the guts and it's heavy and just digging into my hands <laughs> and i remember i just got so annoyed and i just threw it into like a backyard and just like how like i think about sometimes how, like how funny it is that some fucking dude woke up walked outside and an adult looked at the floor near his house and was like just a centrifuge <laughs> in my backyard how and why did yeah. this get here? It was just digging into my hand. I was like, I can't carry this anymore. <laughs> I just all your hopes and dreams of separating Vicodin yeah. from the Tylenol. Yeah. Now I just have to buy straight fentanyl. 
<laughs> do you can you get fat now? Probably. I knew a, I know a guy with a pill press. I assume that's what he's doing with. <laughs> 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 I it's mean, he was making his own. I mean, anytime if you ever to anybody listening to this, mm-hmm. if you want a little PSA, if you ever buy Xanax bars mm-hmm. and the back of the Xanax bar is flat, that is fake and yes. made with a pill press. But a lot of people don't know that. Well, because f- they see it in pill form, they're like, oh, this is They just normal. assume it's a pill. Yeah. But that's usually made with a pill press, so it's like... But I, kn- th- the guy I'm talking about, what he was doing was he was buying Alaprazolam. That's what I have. It, but he was buying just pure Alaprazolam. Okay. Off the dark web. Got it. And so, like, when you... I always used to say this to people. People would be like, you don't know what Molly's cut with. And I would just go... Uh, like when I was younger, e-pills. Yes. Like, they'd be like, you don't know what those are cut with. And I go, come here. This is a Xanax that was stolen from a pharmacy and sold to me. And I would throw it on a scale. And it says two milligrams mm-hmm. on the back of that Xanax stick. And I g- and the thing would register 0.5 grams, which is 50 milligrams. And I'd go, what's the other 48 milligrams? Because if you don't know, what are we even talking about? <laughs> <laughs> what is it made of? I have no clue. No I never clue. even looked. What do they mix? Probably acetaminophen and shit like that. That's what's in Vicodin. Yeah. It might just be, who the fuck knows? It might just be putting chalk in it. Who cares? We used to cut our molly with uh, vitamin B. Oh, I'm sure. That's what they do. That's what they cut Coke with. Fucking uh, Chris Stanley on High Society, he came. He literally bought something to do like a sketch, and he just bought like the stuff they use in movies. Mm-hmm. And he, was like, he was like, dude. I had to break for a minute, and I couldn't do the sketch because I was so mad at how much money I had wasted clearly snorting vitamin B. <laughs> when he could have just bought Coke and done the exact same. Well, sometimes, would, no, uh, sometimes people use baby laxatives, though, too, which is Well, people use all sorts mean. of chemical cuts. I mean, the reason why crack exists, I mean, whatever. This, this, well, yeah, it's baking infor- soda. No, but this information is out there. But mm-hmm. like, So, like, right before the crack boom, the reason why people found, tried baking soda is because there's all these weird chemical cuts that people used to use to cut coke, and they actually cracked down on the chemical cuts for cocaine, and it became way harder to find the cut. Oh, what so they would cut it with. tried baking soda, and just crack got made. People were freebasing cocaine. It was like a, this whole weird process, and like they didn't know, they, they, they just got there. Mm-hmm. And then like somebody was just like, turns out you just gotta heat it up with baking soda. And it is pretty it's, tasty. It's the same thing. It's, it's pretty just, nice. It's I never. It's funny because I've smoked crack a couple of times. I tried it just once for me. And whenever I did it, I was like, I never wanted to be a crackhead. That was my thing. I'm like, I don't want to end up like my dad. I don't want to. I don't want to smoke crack because you watch movies, you've seen all these horrible things. Your dad smoked crack. Oh yeah, crack and heroin. Those were his favorite. Mixed together. Uh, sometimes. Hmm. Yeah. No, he likes the party. He likes the party. But Still alive, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, now he does it in pill form. He's like, they oh. have pills for that. He oh. likes that. Also, he's, he doesn't he's have... He's basically the grandma from Requiem for a Dream now. He's going to be on uh, <laughs> Who Wants to Be a Millionaire any day now. <laughs> oh, God. I think they brought back $10,000 Pyramid. He might be on that. Well, shut the fuck up. Did they really? At some point. I think it was still $10,000. Like, my grandmother was on that, that in that, the 70s. That doesn't even, $10,000 is literally nothing now. Well, I mean, the prize at Family Feud is still twenty five k. That's not Five that people got to split that. Yeah, that's not that much money not at, at all. all. That's actually really, 
like I make more money than like I could just show you like I could just hook you up with a booker that you just sleep with someone for one night and you could get 10 grand for eight hours. It's sleeping with them or no. Well, no one could keep up for eight hours. Let's be honest. They like to think that they can. It's adorable. No. Eight hours. I mean, you got to be you got to be 20 to even want to fuck for eight hours. No, it's more. See, that's the thing. Is a lot of times when it's not about the sex, it's about the companionship. It's about listening what? to them. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> it's insane. <laughs> You've had a girlfriend for the past what decade? I've never made her listen to me. <laughs> I would never do that to a woman. That sounds terrible. <laughs> well, that's why there's hookers. I mean, you go to strip clubs though, no? I don't make them listen to me. I usually say crazy things to them. I was at a strip club in Atlanta two days ago. I know. I saw the fucking <laughs> Instagram story. I was just saying weird, crazy things. That I was telling her about, like, you know how I know a bunch of random facts? Yeah, no, you are. So I just was, so I don't remember stupid. what I, I was pretty loaded, but I was just, like, saying, I was like, you ever hear about this? And she was like, what? Oh, I think I was telling her about DMT. She was oh. like, I want to do DMT and go to, like, uh, she wants to go to Coachella. I was like, no, you'll die. Yeah. <laughs> She was like, what? I was like, you got to do DMT by yourself. She was like, really? I was yeah, like, yeah, that's, absolutely. The only, that's the best way to do DMT. Yeah. You maybe smoke like a tiny little bit and you don't get too high with like some friends. Then you go home and you smoke a lot of DMT by yourself. She was like, seriously? She's like, so will I get raped at Coachella? I was like, I don't know what you're there at Coachella to do, <laughs> but probably. probably. <laughs> like, it's like, the fact that you're saying that to me means that you're going to be in a situation where you're like, where let's smoke this DMT. I'm with probably going to get raped. Yeah, like, it's like, I don't know what goes on at Coachella. It's not really my scene. No, I, I mean I've done desert. DMT and I don't think um, I don't want to be around sand and people. Sand and why does it remind? I could be you around sand or people. Oh, not the same. So you don't like beaches? I'm not a big beach guy. No, okay. I, I, I like a vac. Honestly, if I can't walk from my hotel to the beach, okay, you don't want to go. I don't go to like a New York beach. No, some people will make me maybe once a year, but like it's like these motherfuckers who like. Get on the train and then take a bus and to then Rockaway? go. Why? There's people that do that, dude. And I'm like, it is kind of weird to me. I'm not dude, gonna lie. Okay, I'm if so you glad get I'm on not the, the subway with sandy feet on a regular basis, you're homeless. <laughs> I don't like. I don't care how nice your apartment is. You are homeless. Some people really like the beach, though. I live in between, like, I have the river, and then I have Central Park and the little water uh, thing by Central Park. I love the beach. I do if like the beach. I don't have to then... Uh, chafing on the subway <laughs> takes away all the serenity of being on sand and water. Well, it brings you back to reality of the yeah. concrete. Yeah, yeah, because you're in nature, and, like, one of the yeah. beautiful... The beach, it's amazing. It's like the forest. Yeah, yeah. And then and then you're on a train with a dude jacking off and oh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> it takes all the fun away. I get it. No, I've just I've never done it. Okay. I've never been to Coney Island before. I really want to go. Go to Coney Island. It's fun. But I also you don't have to go to the beach if you go to Coney Island. You just like go to the boardwalk. Yeah. Play ski ball. There's fucking bars. They have Luna Park. I want to do the rides. Have you ever yeah, um, like tripped or anything and gone to? Mm-hmm. No, I've done like um, the Natural History Museum on acid when I was yeah, a kid. Yeah, that's fun. That's a good one. Um, no, I don't really. I want to be on rides in the heat on drugs. <laughs> I like a good. Here's a good place to go on drugs in the middle of the night, okay. uh, where it's like people go there because there's a beach there too. But Floyd Bennett Field, 
Where is that? It's technically in Queens, but it's in the Rockaways. And uh, you go there. You Now I think you probably get in trouble. But I remember we went out there once and they were like, you're not supposed to be here at night. And we just had a telescope because we were on shrooms. <laughs> and uh, somebody was like, just leave them be. They're, on, they're, like and they're just guy. nerds. They have we, a telescope. You're supposed to get a stargazer permit, which costs $3 on the Internet. Shut up. Which you could just get. It's called yeah. a stargazer permit. But for the fact state. that you need a permit to look at stars is. So if you get that, you can go to Floyd Bennett Field in the middle of the night, uh, but just have a telescope. But we used to go there on shrooms, and like there's all these bunkers because it was a world, it was a, it was a fort during okay. World War II, and they had these cannons on it and shit. And uh, but all the bunkers now have just graffiti all over the inside of, of them. Of course. And you kind of like, but you, it's pitch black. You walk around with flashlights. It's fucking cool and fun. Mm-hmm. And like it's wooded. I like the woods when I'm on drugs. Really. I love the forest. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, Fire. even even like. So, like, i never been, like, a summer drugs guy because I always want to go somewhere where I can be around. I'm from New York. So I always want to be somewhere where I can go to where it's wooded yeah, and not be around people. So it's like if you, would have, you used to be able to go to Prospect Park at, like, 2 in the morning in the dead of winter. And no one would be and there. nobody would. And it, it, it usually not close at 1, so nobody would bother you for being there because you were technically allowed to be there. Cops might be like, what are you guys doing? And be like, we're just hanging out. You, you could literally just go. Even if it was a Wednesday, if you were young enough, you'd be like, oh, some house party just broke up. We're just taking a walk. And it was like, honestly, like, I used to get stop and frisked fairly often in New York. It only happened in Prospect Park twice. You know what I mean? And never on shrooms. Well, they closed down the parks, which... Now they did. Yeah. They used to not. I remember I got, right after they started closing Prospect Park at 1 a.m., I, I was, like, riding my bike through, and I passed a cop at, like, 12.55. And he... Turned around and gave me, gave me a ticket at midnight. And I go, what the fuck, man? Really? Like you saw me. <laughs> yeah, you saw. Why don't you tell? You like, look, we got to do this. People are getting mugged in the park. And I go, so you passed me and didn't warn me that I might get mugged. Mugged, but you're gonna give me a ticket. You're gonna give me this ticket. And I was like, that sounds like a lie. And he was just like, do you want another ticket? And I was just like, all right, good night. See, I'm a cunt, and I would have been like, yes, give me another ticket. I would have been thrown in jail. I've never been thrown in jail. Surprising. I was like, uh, we did a, this is a booze story, not a drug story, but we did like a whiskey tasting, me and some guys, and then we went to, I went to Dollar Beers with Chris Stanley, and we got uh, pretty hammered. Uh, <laughs> and then we were on University Place, it was this summer, I don't know, I'm going to tell you, this is a very strange story. So I'm sitting there, summer's hot, I'm fucking loaded. At this point it's two in the morning, and there's some cops in there buying a sandwich, and I got this Snapple in my hand. And I go, I go to Stanley. I go, what flavor? Snapple apple, probably. And I go, I go, I go, Stanley, you think I can, you think I can steal this Snapple right now? And he goes, don't, dude, don't steal that Snapple right now. It's <laughs> ridiculous. There's two cops ordering a sandwich right there. He's like, you think, you think, you think I can get away with it? And he's like, no, I didn't really even want the Snapple. I just yeah, put, you I just put, wanted. But I put it in like the, there was like a cooler like with like fruit salads and shit. And I literally like ordered a hot chocolate even though it was the summer, because I was just that drunk, and I was just like, chocolate, that sounds good. <laughs> and uh, we walk outside, and the cops come out and go, all right, where's the fucking Snapple, asshole? And I go, what Snapple? And they go, the Snapple. And I go, oh, it's right. And I literally go, and I'm just drunk, and I go, oh, it's right there. And I go to open the door and show them the Snapple, and they yoke me up, and they go, what the fuck are you doing? I go, showing you the Snapple, you fucking asshole. And, like, it's two guys, like, my age. I'm, like, 22, 23. Okay. Two guys, like, my age. I'm, like, show me the fucking Snapple, asshole. And they're just, like, 
why are you cursing at us? I was like, I'm Italian. Italian people curse a lot. And they're like, we're Italian. And I go, so you know what the fuck I'm talking about then, bro? <laughs> I was like, where the fuck are you guys even from? And they told me, I was like, don't fuck those places. <laughs> like, I was just like, I was getting mad. And they were like, they were like, you got to calm down. I was like, I'm pretty calm, but you guys are fucking being dicks about something I didn't steal. You won't even let me show you I didn't steal it. And they're just like trying to calm me down. They're just like, no, man, you're like, you're, you're like. They're patronizing dr- you, so they're, they're like, you're like drunk outside. And I go. Yeah, I'm over 21. Uh, I'm pretty sure uh, 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 the mayor of this city told all of us to go start spending money in bars downtown again because 9-11 happened a few years ago. (laughs) I definitely said that. Oh, God. And they're like, what are you bringing that up for? I was like, because it's true. True. The truth hurts. So I patronized some businesses down here. And so, like, they keep going. I was like, like, what are you guys going to do? Can I fucking go or what? I didn't do anything. And they were like, do whatever you want. And I start walking, and they yoke me up and slam my head into a mailbox. They like, Jesus. They beat me up a little bit. And uh, they handcuffed me, and they start walking me to the Union Square train station where the precinct is. And I go, wait a second. Were you guys on your lunch break? You don't even have a fucking car? You're walking me to the precinct? I, and I start going, I start just saying their badge numbers over and over again. And I go... You guys know I'm going to be sober when I see the judge, right? <laughs> and I'm going to let him know all this dumb shit that you just did. Yeah. Because, like, they violated a million policies. Like, when I called and told the story to um, there's a civilian review board, and I just, like, never followed up with it. because. But they called me back. They, like, heard what I said, and they called me back, and I said their names and badge numbers. Uh-huh. And they called me back, like, I'm saying every two months to try to get me to follow up and, like, actually get these cops in trouble. And they don't know, like, it just I just left a message. They don't know, like, what color I am. You know what I mean? So it was just, like, it was, like, kind of, like, they were just kind of, like, oh, yeah, that sounds like we could just easily get some dickheads in trouble for being dickheads. Yeah. But I just didn't want cops that exist to be mad at me. Like That's the, also no. You do abstract have to be, sense. No, you do have to be careful because my father pissed off a lot of police officers in the town I went to high school, in. And when I got my driver's license, I would get pulled over constantly. Really? I've gotten pulled over before for uh, going like one two miles over the speed limit. So they were really yeah they were. Oh no no no! They literally told me they're like. <laughs> There was one, he's like, your dad threw my partner through a screen door once. And I'm like, yeah, that I was underneath the kitchen table when he did that. He, he went pretty far. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, they because it's like yeah, that small he, town mentality. Here's weird, though. Different for a woman. So, like, my mom got into a fight with some cops when I was a kid, and I saw her get arrested. And then years later, they were just at her funeral sad. They were at her funeral? Yeah. Why? I the guess because she was like a street person. So they would oh, see her so they see her and they're, it she was like, like... It was the cops who arrested her. Okay. And they would see her around and they just they came to her funeral. It was That's it, actually yeah. kind of sweet in a weird way. Very, well, that's the thing about... In a very creepy way. Well, no, because it is... Well, that's the thing about um, police officers is that they do build these relationships with people sure. that they see constantly, yeah, even, sure. even even if they're arresting them. A lot of times... But I'm looking at this cop and be like, I saw you punch my mom in the face. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now <laughs> And now you're at her funeral. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah that's... Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, I saw you punch my mom in the face when I was 10 years old. I get that I'm 16 now. So it's been some time, but, but go fuck yourself, buddy. 
No, okay. Well, that's, yeah, no, that's a thing. Honestly, if I would ever see any guy, there'd probably be FBI agents at my dad's funeral just to be like, is he actually dead? <laughs> kind of thing. That's fucked up. Um, Tell people where they can find you. Uh, at Chris from BKLYN. How long we do? Oh, we did about an hour. Yeah. Despite the fact you were outside. Yeah, we're outside. Um, I'm a little intact. This is the first time I actually ever done the podcast drunk. Really? <laughs> yeah. Well, we tried to do it <laughs> twice drunk, and then we were supposed to. Um. Like, no. Yeah. Well, the last uh, when I came, we wanted to well, do you it. You can find me bar. at Castelli Cafe. Yes, which is my on new Tuesdays. Yes, it's my new favorite bar. But last week when I was there, we met that dude and the chick. Um. Where they Holy survived shit. a fucking, like, some dude was trying to murder, like, how? he killed you somebody. You didn't tell that story already on this podcast? No, this is the first podcast I've done dude, since it. how weird was that? That was, okay, so these people came into this bar. They were from D.C., right? Yeah. Gorgeous redhead. Gorgeous redhead. And, and, Mediocre-looking dude. And Yeah, yeah. like a Soft so- five. A soft five. I was, I was going to give him a six just because I'm nice. Um, but he came in, and he's like, yo, some like we survived this murder. They were in New Orleans. She met him the week before, I feel like. I feel like they've only been together three weeks, but they survived this murder. No, it was in Memphis. Yeah. Th- oh, no, Memphis. This yeah, guy yeah, they br- were in Memphis. This guy broke into their hotel room, slashed this guy's throat. He had his throat slash on him. Mm-hmm. Either blood everywhere. Showed us pictures. Blood either everywhere. Either he was just trying to get some free shots out of me, or because he somebody else came in and he started telling the story immediately. Do you do you remember that part? Oh yeah, where he's, he's just he started <laughs> telling the story to like again either, either my manager or somebody. And I remember I looked at somebody else at the bar and I go, "This fucking." girl's too hot for him and uh he she's gonna break up that. with him. i was like she's gonna break no, up with him no, he keeps no, telling they, this fucking story they, they i think she's always dating. still with him they I, think were dating. I was like i think she's always still with him about a guilt at his story and then he keeps telling it she's gonna break up with him no 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 no. they um they so had, had his throat like slashed. an open this guy yeah. fought him in a bathroom it was a whole thing. But, but he had, what he had did is that he had cut the perpetrator underneath his armpit, yes. which uh, there's a very nice, um, there's a nice vein there. Yeah, they, they were both fighting with broken glass. It's like everywhere, yeah. He's supposed to do the SEO stuff for my website. I mean, I'm sure he does a fine job. Uh, but yeah, we ended up getting very intoxicated that evening, so we weren't able to do the podcast then yeah, or yeah. the other time. Um, yes. Well, you left that time. I I did. I did leave that time. Anyways, we finally did it. We're outside. We just finished the show. It was all right. So you, yeah. So if you you hear some plugs, Uh, at Chris from (laughs) BKLYN, Twitter and Instagram. I got two podcasts, Notes of a Goon, and then uh, High Society Radio on Gas Digital. They both come out on Tuesdays. Check those out. And uh, August twenty seventh, I'll be at uh, Comedy on the Carson at Rochester with Zach Amico. We're co-headlining. That will be a fun show. Come to that. And then, yeah, I got some other stuff. But go to the social media. You'll find all the other stuff. You'll find all the other stuff. Obviously, you can find this wonderful podcast on Twitter and Instagram at How to Do Drugs Pod. Follow me, the Aaliyah Janine, on Twitter, Aaliyah.Janine on Instagram. Obviously, rate and subscribe. Uh, iTunes, Audible, Amazon, Spotify, YouTube, all the places podcasts are. All right, I have to go pee again. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs>